0: Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. and thank you for listening to the Diversity at Work podcast. I am your host, Andrea Jansen, and today we're going to dive into the concept of social capital. It's the idea of leveraging relationships to move the business forward and also to move your career forward. It's unpacking the myth that hard work is going to get you ahead. Before I got into coaching and became an entrepreneur, I actually spent 15 years climbing the corporate ladder working in marketing. I worked on some pretty big brands like Canadian Tire, Absolute Vodka, and Werther's Original. And in my very first job, I was really fortunate to have a role model that taught me the concept of social capital. Her name is Margot J, and she was actually my very first sponsor. And she was actually the very first guest that I had on this podcast. You can listen to that interview, it is episode four. But this woman was amazing at having relationships at the senior level so that she could move the business forward, do things for herself, do things for her department, and really have a huge impact on the business. So it's a great interview. I really enjoyed talking to her so many years later. So go back to episode four and you can listen to that. But the idea of social capital to dive a little bit deeper is the idea that you need to have these relationships with key decision makers in the organization if you want the things that you're working on to be successful and also if you want to have a successful career within that organization. And the unfortunate truth is, Hard work just is not enough. If you put your head down, if you get all your work done, people just aren't going to notice. People aren't looking around, looking for the hardest workers. People are looking for people that can be vouched for. People want to discover you. So you need other people to be aware of what you're capable of and you need them to sing your praises. That's just unfortunately how it works. Just getting your work done is not enough because the reality is human beings make decisions in these businesses and they're busy. They make these decisions behind closed doors and often these decisions are made when you weren't there. So you need people to be able to talk about you, to know what you're capable of, to know your goals and where you want to go so that they can advocate advocate for you when you aren't there. So I want to tell you a story today about a time when I literally had zero social capital and what happened to me because it was not pretty and I don't want this to happen to anybody else. So I had a really great job. My boss was amazing. His boss was amazing. They were both the people that interviewed me. Um... I loved my job. I had a lot of responsibility. And the key is these two people, after they hired me, they really believed in me. They pushed me out of my comfort zone. They taught me so many different things. They always had my back. They always gave me feedback and they gave me a lot of exposure and it was pretty awesome. I was doing things all the time when I was unsure of myself. They would reassure me and encourage me to take more risks, put myself out there, and do some really cool things. When I look back, it was probably one of my favorite jobs until my boss got transferred. And then six months later, his boss got transferred. So the two people who knew my potential, they knew what I was capable of, they knew where I wanted to go, they knew my goals. They were not there anymore. And a couple months later, I got a new boss. And a couple months after that, I got another boss's boss. And the thing I want you to know about this situation is I had nobody at the senior level who knew my potential, who knew what I was capable of, who knew what I was bringing to the table. And when it came time to restructure the department, my boss and me got laid off so we lost our jobs. Even though I had an amazing performance review, I did a great job. And to be honest, the the months leading up to the day that I got laid off, I was working really hard because I was doing other people's jobs during this transition. So I put my head down and I worked because there was a lot of work. And that was my mistake. Instead of keeping, of putting my head down, what I really needed to do was lift my head up and get to know my new boss's boss and find other people at that same level who knew what I was capable of and who could advocate for me in those meetings when they're making decisions like who to keep and who to let go. So that was my story. But the good news is, and if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm pretty resilient. I'm not one to kind of play the victim and to stay in my sorrow. So I had a plan just because I had zero social capital at this company, it didn't mean I had zero social capital altogether. So what I did was I reached out to my network and I got a job interview right away through a friend. And I actually started working at this company two weeks later. So within the day I got laid off from my first job and starting my due job was only 10 working days. And the reason why social capital is so magical, in big companies, getting someone hired in two weeks rarely happens. But because somebody had vouched for me, had said I would be capable of doing this job, I am confident that in this person's abilities, this organization was able to speed things up. And I was able to start really quickly. So the moral of this story is that hard work is not gonna get you ahead. You need to work hard, absolutely. I'm not saying that you need to slack off or that you can slack off. I want you to work hard, but I also want you to build those relationships and really look around in your organization and see where are the decisions being made? How can I get exposure to those people that are making those decisions? How can I let them know what I'm capable of and what I bring to the table. And the thing is, a lot of women still believe that hard work is what gets you ahead, even very successful women. So when I was interviewing Margot J way back on episode four, I asked her what she attributed to her success and her answer was hard work. And I actually used it as a teachable moment to correct her in saying that it was really her ability to leverage relationships, to move the business forward, which was I what I believe made her really successful. And when I was able to give her that perspective, she actually said, you know what, you're right. It's not just working hard, it's working hard and leveraging those relationships. So that leads me to today. So if successful people still believe that work hard work is gonna get you ahead, what is going on in the workplace because that lie is actually holding a lot of women back in their careers the idea that they're focusing so much On working hard and getting things done, not on building the relationships. So that is why we, I am recording this podcast today, because I want you to know that you need to put yourself out there. You need to tell people where you want to go. You need to show people what you're capable of so that they can sing your praises when you aren't there. So that at those tables where they're deciding who's going to get the promotion, who is going to get put on the cool project, that people are able to see what you bring to the table, and know that you're going to be able to do the job. So you might be wondering, what does this have to do with the gender gap? Well, now it is time to dive in. So there's actually been some academic research on this topic. So there is one study from the journal Leadership Quarterly from 2013 that is called Gender Disparity in the C-Suite. Do male and female CEOs differ in how they reach the top? And there's another one from 2002 from the Journal of Business Business Ethics called Leveling the Playing Field for Women of Color in Corporate Management. Is the business case enough? And in these two studies, they were able to quantify that lack of social capital and network capital, which is really the same thing, it's who is in your network, who are the people that you're connected with, that know your work and can sing your praises. This was one of the reasons why there are less women in leadership than there are men. So in layman's term, lack of social capital is really about women not being invited into the old boys club. Do so you think about that visual, whereas men are kind of making decisions um, in informal networks, at the golf course, over drinks, at a hockey game, or even during casual conversations. And that's how a lot of business decisions are made. A lot of the time, these decisions are not made at a formal boardroom meeting or at a meeting or a project update. They're kind of discussions happen outside of the office and then kind of the plan to move forward happens at those meetings. So how does this show up in organizations? So it looks like casual conversations about work. Also, why are women excluded? So why, are, why do women have less access to this? So if you think about the way the workplace is today, there are more men in leadership positions than there are in women. The numbers back this up. Every study shows this in every industry. So a lot of times, people are making unconscious assumptions that women don't want to play golf. They make assumptions that women with children need to go home straight after work and they don't invite them to happy hour. Um, Some men are worried what other people are going to think if they mentor or sponsor another woman. And the thing is, this is keeping women out. So these informal social networks that are just happening, people going golfing, people hanging out. In social situations they're just talking about work because they work together and it's something to talk about and they're kind of moving decisions decisions forward they're talking about the future but women are not involved in these conversations and it's not about blaming men it just happens and nobody actually realizes this is happening so what can you do this is a big problem and I know it can feel overwhelming so first, I want you to hold up the mirror and look at yourself. So look at what social capital that you do have. So here are a couple questions and grab a piece of paper and a pencil and write these down if you can. So write down what relationships do I currently have within my company? So look at all levels. Uh, what, in, what relationships do I have in my industry that are outside of my company? And I want you to focus on people that you know. So people that know what you're capable of, people that can vote for you and people that know you do good work and are confident that you can deliver. So now I want you to look at decision makers in your company. And I want you to look at least two levels above where you are in the org chart today and be really, really honest with yourself and ask yourself if these people know your potential. If they are aware of what you bring to the table and can vote for you. And the thing is, if you've written this in your performance review, or if you've set a goal in that HR system that you fill out every year, this doesn't count. It needs to be outside of the formal HR systems in your organization. Okay. So I want you to look and be honest with yourself about whether these people actually know what you're capable of. And if your answer is no, don't stress out about this, because I have to say probably about 95% of my clients, when I ask them this question, they say, yes, Andrea, they do. But when I probe further, they realize that they don't actually know, that they haven't really gotten exposure to these people, they actually haven't shown these people like what they're capable of, what their goals are, and where they want to go so that these people two levels above you can help you out, can open that door for you, can talk about opportunities, or even maybe your name will cross their mind when they're talking about something in a meeting or on the golf course or over drink. So it's about, it's the idea that a lot of these decisions are being made when you weren't there, especially when it's with senior people in the organization. So these people need to know who you are so that they can give you these opportunities. So if you're feeling overwhelmed about this, don't worry. I just want you to get started and the best way to get started is to just start right now start today so what i want you to do is to work your way backwards so choose one or two people that are influential in your company and brainstorm a couple ways that you can connect with them here are a few examples the christmas party show up and go and see what happens and talk to people. Show up at that pizza party. Show up at the charity event. Show up at the bike ride that everyone's doing together. Show up at the run and see what happens. See if you can connect with people on a different level outside of work because that is the best way to connect with people. And then when you see them at work, they'll be curious about what you're working on and you'll be able to start that conversation also another option the next time you see a senior person walking around your office instead of looking down and trying to avoid eye contact look at them smile and introduce yourself don't be scared they're just people like everybody else Uh, then you can also look for people that already know how awesome you are and see if they are connected with these people Connect with these people first. So just kind of connect with people that already know you and get them up to speed with what you're working on, what you're hoping to do and what you're good at so that they know. And another idea is to pick up the phone and talk to people, connect with people that you know already, instead of sending an email, because it's so easy to hide behind an email. But when you put a face to a name, it's so much easier to remember. So the one thing I want you to remember is that this is going to take some work. It doesn't happen right away. You're not going to all of a sudden have tons of social capital, have tons of relationships that you can connect with and tons of people that know you and know your work. It's going to it's gonna take some time and it's going to take some effort, but you just need to get started. So I want you to get started by just noticing the environment that you work in and do something to start increasing your social capital so that means people that you know people that know your work and people that can advocate for you and if you find it overwhelming to think about two levels above start with one level above you can even start with your boss but I really want to encourage you to go beyond your boss And don't get stressed out about it. Don't overanalyze it. Just choose one person to get started. Just one person and try to connect with them. The important thing here is to take action right now. So if you can grab a piece of paper right now, start taking some notes, write down one person that you're going to connect with in the next week and get started. Because if you don't, you're going to miss this opportunity. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And if you can, pause the episode right now and hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode upcoming. And if you feel like spreading the love, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review and write me a comment because it really helps me to grow. It helps me to learn and it helps me to get the word out there about my brand new podcast. And if you're interested in learning more about social capital, about networking, about influence, I actually have a free guide on my website that unpacks the concept of sponsorship. So finding somebody that can advocate for you, specifically when you aren't there, that can open doors for you, that can create opportunities and give you that leverage that you need to get ahead. If you're interested, you can head to my website. It's andreajansen.com slash sponsorship, and you can download it. That is andreajansen.com slash sponsorship. Thank you so much and have a great day.